Yes, sir. Steph Curry got bounced by John Morant. I'm back on my Grizzly or whatever Cole said. <laughs> LeBron on the track for an NBA Oscar and the Heat is on in Miami. What is good? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, you are listening to the Out of My League podcast where we have all the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and of course, news news yeah man yeah man how was your weekend we had a weekend full of basketball of course bro basketball overload yeah i loved it man i loved every bit of it the playing tournament mm-hmm. did not disappoint no aside from wizards game wizards and pacers game was eh but that Warriors Lakers game, it was really good. Crazy, yeah. crazy. And then playoff basketball, man, those game ones. Yeah. Those game ones were intense, intense. And we're going to get to that in a second. But first, today marks exactly one year since the tragic murder of George Floyd, a death that shook society as we know it, sparking protests and uproar across the nation and overall push for change. And although some have unified and played a big role into the change that we've begun to see in society, there's still so much more work to be done. We hope to continue to unify together to spread awareness, justice, and true change where everyone can be treated equally. Rest in peace to all those we have lost, to police brutality, and prayers to the families and loved ones always, always, man. For sure, for sure. Yeah, man, this is um, this is a day that probably shouldn't be celebrated, but we in, in remembrance yeah. of the tragic event that happened mm-hmm. just a year ago today. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we had, you know, some verdicts come down mm-hmm. with the Chauvin case and things like that. Yep. So, you know, we are starting to get a little bit of justice in this in this situation. Just a glimmer of hope. But we still have so, so much, much work. work to do. So much work to do. But I am thankful that we are where we are today. Yeah. It's very unfortunate that it came down to this mm-hmm. and we can never bring back the lives lost. Of course. But. All we can do is move forward and hope that we continue to spark change. We continue to press forward, that we continue to unite and fight for equal rights because that's what this is all about. Exactly. All right, man. Basketball. Yes, sir. Last week, we were gearing up for the playoffs as the Lakers squared off against the Warriors in a game where LeBron, who was virtually blind, hit the game winning (laughs) three pointer (laughs) over Steph Curry. I told you, man, going for an NBA Oscar. LeBron James. This man said he might have to wear an eye patch for game one of the, pl- the playoffs. I'm like, dude, really? Saw three rims. Hey. I, that, was, that was the line that took me out right there. Really, three rims. Hey, man, let LeBron tell his story. He thought he was on Space Jam still. You know, after, you know, Drake, my uh, finger to the eye, I was literally seeing three uh, three rims out there. Um, so I just shot at the middle one. And, uh, and I was able to, uh, with the grace of the man above, I was able to knock it down. The most dramatic person. I, I'm telling you, this dude here. He was out there seeing three rims. Three rims. Good three thing, of them. Good thing he ain't for the middle one. I ain't for the middle one. Really? That's what you did? <laughs> you saw three rims and you ain't for the middle one. Hey, man, Draymond saw three rims and ain't for the left one. 
<laughs> My man Draymond called overtime against the Grizzlies. I still have no idea what Draymond was doing. Airballing a floater. What you mean? Wide open. There's nobody around us, man. He airballing a floater. A floater. Game winner. He, all he had to do was drop it right off the backboard and game. Oh, oh no, nah, he dropped it off the backboard. That was it. it just, <laughs> he, he dropped it off the backboard. All right, that was it. <laughs> He, I know Steph was looking at him like <laughs> he just dropped it off the backboard. If I'm Steph Curry, I don't care if I had to shoot from half court. I'm I ain't not, giving the ball to yeah, Draymond I'm, no more. I'm not giving the ball to Draymond. <laughs> I'm not giving up the ball. Period. But now nah, fast forward, man, because then the Grizzlies did beat the Warriors. Mm-hmm. In fact, what does this mean for the Warriors? What does it say about them? Was this season a failure? It's a, that's an interesting question. I think that the Warriors. I had very very low expectations for the Warriors when Clint Thompson got hurt. So hey. th- they actually overachieved for me. I didn't expect them. Okay. Well, honestly. The play and help them. Okay, if they if the playoffs would have ended when they needed to end, I don't think the Warriors would have been made the cut. I believe they they wouldn't have made the cut. No, I think it would have been the Lakers and the Grizzlies anyway. Mm-hmm. So those teams got in anyway. Mm-hmm. No, actually, no, you're wrong. It was uh, it was Lakers and Warriors were seven was and it? eight. Yep. Seven and eight. Okay, Lakers and Warriors were seven and eight. So they overachieved. Um, okay, I, I just did not give them a chance at all once Clay Thompson got hurt. Steph can't carry that team by himself. Did you expect them to lose to the Grizzlies? No, I did not. And that is that is where my issue lies. I did not expect them to lose like that to the Grizzlies. Yeah. I thought that they could at least get into the playoffs mm-hmm. and potentially play the Jazz. But for them to lose to the Grizzlies, this is now back-to-back seasons where they've missed the playoffs. Back-to-back seasons where there's been no Klay Thompson, yep. albeit. Mm-hmm. And I miss Klay, man. I do, too. I miss the Splash Brothers. I miss that duo. What can they do, though, to get back to a winning culture? Uh, one, they need Clay Thompson back. For sure. <laughs> aside, aside from that, obviously. The second thing is they need to get Wiggins up out of there. Think so? Yes. All Please. Right. Wow. Look, he had a great game against the I Lakers. I was going to say he had a great game against LA. Great game against the Lakers. And the next, next game against the Grizzlies. My God. Yeah. Inconsistency. It was is horrible. His thing. Yeah. Inconsistency has been his thing forever now. Yeah. I'm not sure, even with Klay Thompson, that they're a real, real threat in the West. I think they definitely get in the playoffs for sure. Oh, with oh no, no question. Yeah. No question. But I'm talking about getting back to that championship caliber oh, that yeah. they've had. So, Do you think that window is closed? No. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. No. Once Klay gets back, they need one more piece after that. What is that piece is what I'm saying. It's hard to say, right? Who's who's free agents this, this offseason, right? Like, okay. who can they acquire? I know they have uh, first-round picks and things like that. Yeah. So, they, I'm they assuming... Could, they could potentially have two lottery picks yeah, coming up in right. the draft. So, I'm assuming they're already looking at who they're going to try to acquire this offseason. Do you think they need another wing player, or do you think they need another big? I think they need a big. Okay. I think they need somebody next to Draymond, because, okay. you know, Steph's going to run the point, obviously. Mm-hmm. You're going to have Clay running the three. Yep. And then you're going to have Draymond at the four. And then you need a big at the five to so really dominate. Wiseman is not that guy for you to dominate. I think he's trading. I think he's getting traded. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. He's going to be traded. I think nice. he's going to be included in the trade package. Nice. Okay. So him and Wiggins out of here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get get back to the original three. And clear money. Yeah. Get back to the original three that got you there in the first place. I get it. Yep. I feel it. Yeah, I think they need a big as well. I'm not sure if a wing player really helps them because they have enough shooting. Let me tell you something. Some somebody did, you know, you know, catch my eye when I was watching the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Jordan Poole. Mm-hmm. I like him. I like his game a lot. Came from over from Michigan. Yep. He's a rookie. Yeah. I like his game a lot. And I, I was surprised because you know, he's knocking down, you know, shots and things like that. But defensively, no, yeah, he, he was, was there. Up. Yeah. He was clamping up. He kept them in the game yep. for the most part, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he kept them in the game. And Steph, obviously, like you said, can't do it alone. Right. 
And he has such a load to carry. I mean, he's been balling mm-hmm. out of control literally for the last two, three months now. Yeah. So, yeah, he's going to need some help. And I think a big will definitely help them because somebody that can dominate down low will help open up the perimeter because you're going to have to collapse the paint. Yeah. So if they can get like a nice big, somebody who can get boards and potentially have a good back to the basket, like post game, Let me which tell you is something. tough, which is tough to find nowadays, but something like that will be clutch for them. There's a player becoming a free agent that I really, really like. Who is that? John Collins is from Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta. Yep. And this dude is so talented. Like he's so talented and he's, he's, he made it known that he wants to remain an Atlanta Hawk. Mm-hmm. He almost got traded at the trade deadline. So there's obviously been conversations happening to where there's not enough money to go around. You're they right. spent a ton of money in, in free agency this past free agency. And I actually think that he would be a solid and fit he would because be a he, can, great he, can, fit. he can run the floor. And he can shoot. He can run the floor. And yeah. yes, he can shoot. He can shoot a little bit. Looking forward to seeing what they do next season. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to Clay getting healthy again. Yes. Please come back healthy. Right. We miss you, Clay. Two years, man, back yeah. to back. That's rough. Yeah. That that's mentally rough for sure. Physically mm-hmm. rough also. Oh yeah. But yeah, he's gonna come back with a chip on his shoulder. But I think he'll be ready. Oh, I'm sure. Like, he's gonna be hungry too. Yeah. Shoot or shoot. Yeah. <laughs> shoot. Shoot or shoot. And that's all man. he can be doing right Look, now. <laughs> yeah. Shoot or shoot. All right, man. On to the playoffs because those first games were incredible. Yeah. And obviously, gonna hear give you some credit. Suns came out with a dub, ninety ninety nine over LeBron and the Lakers. Were you shocked? I was. Okay. I was shocked in this team um, because of how young they are. And I knew they were well coached. Monty Williams is a phenomenal coach, by the way. He just, the culture well, he brought well, to Phoenix. Well deserving a coach of the year. Yeah, he's well deserving. He's a phenomenal coach. Um, Chris Paul obviously goes out, so you had to face some adversity, and yep. he, he still wasn't right. You saw how he yeah, barely a, can dribble. He can he can barely shoot with and his I arm. Was like, he can barely lift that arm up. At that at the point at the time where he couldn't dribble the basketball, I was like, just take him out. Just let him please, rest the rest of the game. Because he I mean there's nothing he can do. Yeah, he's he's useless. So I mean, he's just there for leadership. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, DeAndre Aiden and Devin Booker to step up and to fill that void and to bring it home. Devin Booker in his first playoff game. That boy is a star. Yeah, <laughs> that boy is a super star. And I just, you know, and I was, it was interesting because I, I wanted to know how Devin Booker was going to perform in his first playoff game ever. And he came out, you know, obviously he wears Kobe's all the time, yep. so he, you know, he brought his mama's he, out, mama fours out. He knew what time it was, and um, he put on the show. And hey <laughs> that's my dog. Yeah, <laughs> book is book is a monster. He is. But he's so underrated. It's reckless. And it was it's upsetting, actually. It was interesting because no matter whether it was KCP or, or um, Caruso, whoever they try to put on him. They, lights out. Yeah. Lights out. He Yeah. <laughs> lights out. There's nothing you could do. Even when they double teamed him, he got off ball, got the ball back and still scored. It's like, all right, no. this man is just cooking right uh, now. I'm not going to say I was surprised. I think I was a little disappointed in the Lakers effort. I feel like their effort was very lethargic. They were very lackadaisical. It's like they didn't really care. No sense of urgency out there. I wanted to see LeBron be a lot more aggressive than Mm -hmm. he was. AD needs to play better. Obviously, he played horribly. He had a very, very bad game. I'm questioning AD right now because I'm looking at Anthony Davis, and I'm like, you have the most talent. Like, you have – you are physically gifted. Yeah. And you could be dominating every game at a very, very high level. He settled too much. And you settle. He and settled you, way you, too much. You were soft. And yes. 
Aiden he brought it to him. Aiden gave you 21 points and 15 rebounds. Aiden brought it to him. It's like, what are you doing? It's funny because I think a few weeks ago, maybe two, three weeks ago, Lakers and Phoenix squared off. AD, I want to say had like 42. almost 40. Yeah, yeah 42. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He had a monster yeah. game. And it's like, this is nine day for him. points. Yeah, nine day. Booker had more points than him and LeBron combined. Yeah. That's a problem. Yes, it is. Was I shocked that the Lakers lost that game? I was not. I was very shocked. I was not. I actually thought Phoenix would win that game. Really? I actually thought Phoenix would win game one. Hmm. On Sunday, I said Phoenix is going to win this game. The Lakers just came out flat. Yeah. I seen in the second quarter things started to get away from them. Once Cam Johnson hit that corner three right before half, I was like, yeah, it's going to be a long day. Yeah. It's going to be a long day. They weren't putting up any points. No sense of urgency the entire time. They came out second half even flatter than they did Mm -hmm. the first. And I was like, I don't know what happened, but they just didn't bring their game that day. And honestly, if if I'm being outside of Booker and Aiden, I'm not sure, and and Bridges, obviously. I'm not sure everybody else had a great game because the thing is, Phoenix didn't have a did, great game. They didn't, aside from Booker and Aiden. And if if you're looking at the game, look how many wide open threes that Phoenix missed. I know, like I, I and, know, you know, whether it was Crowder or or Cam Johnson or Mikael Bridges yeah. or whoever was in the game shooting threes. You know, even campaign, all those guys were yep. missing wide open threes. I think the the margin could have been a lot worse. Oh no, if them guys were knocked down some shots. I agree. It was a low scoring game, yeah. ninety to ninety nine. That's a very right. low scoring, especially game. for those two teams. Yeah, and I mean they both have elite defenses yeah. for sure, but yeah. they also have prolific offenses. Right. So. Yeah, for it to be 90 to 99, I expect the Lakers to come out with a ton of urgency tonight. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I actually expect the Lakers to win tonight. Yeah, I do too. I, I expect the Lakers to win tonight because if the Lakers lose tonight, they are in trouble. I got they, the Lakers they, winning tonight. They are in big trouble if and, they lose tonight. Yeah, and Marcus Hall will be playing tonight. Yep. Um, he's going to be entered in the lineup, so that's something to look forward to. Uh, somebody that can pass the ball really high mm-hmm. basketball IQ and will probably be, be really good on the defensive end too. I'm very um, interested. We'll to, um, sorry to cut you off. I'm very, mm-hmm. I'm very interested to see how Chris Paul plays. I know he's available, but I'm very, I'm very, cu- I'm very, very curious because I don't know what it is about Chris Paul in the playoffs, but I feel like he is bit by the injury yes. bug every single time. It yes. kills me. It, except for last it, year, it kills me. Yeah, except for last yeah. year. But it, it sucks, man. It sucks because you want to see that man yeah. healthy. But if Phoenix can somehow squeak out a win tonight, Lakers are in big, big trouble. I. I need, and it's, it's interesting because this series really relies, it, it falls on Chris Paul. Yeah, because I, yeah, I don't, I don't think. They're I don't not think winning without yet. Chris Paul. Without Chris Paul, they have no chance. No. On to the other team in L.A., though, the Clippers, falling This fast. is a series we talked about off pod, and I told you I was really interested in this series because last year in the bubble, oh, yeah, they the took, same situation happened, and, and Luka took them out. And we could, we could argue that if Porzingis didn't get hurt last year, that the Clippers would have lost yeah. that series. And now it looks like the Clippers could potentially lose this series. Exactly. They, they need to pick it up fast. Yeah. They also have a game tonight. And if they lose tonight. Or if it's 2-0 against the Mavericks, it's yeah, a wrap. Yeah, if they if they lose tonight, I think that this series is over. Yeah. I don't know what it is that Kawhi and PG are doing, but there's just no leadership out there. Honestly. We, we thought Rondo would bring it. It's quiet. They Crickets. have no answer for Luka. Zero that. answer for him. <laughs> and it's crazy because they are some of the best two-way defenders. Something to watch. Yeah. Something to watch today. Talu said, I think we're going to start putting Kawhi Leonard on Luka. Good luck. It, no, not good luck. Duh. Yeah. What, what have you? You should have been doing that. <laughs> yeah, should, he should have been guarding him. Like, you should Paul been, George is not yeah, covering him. You should have been doing that in the first place. Like, this guy is supposedly one of the best two-way mm-hmm. players in the league. Great defenders. An elite defender. Him and Paul yeah, George him, are really him, good defenders. Yeah, him and Paul George. But, like. You have to put your best player on their best player. Yeah. Like, do it. 
I expect the Clippers to win this game, actually. I think the Mavericks are winning again. You think the Mavs win again? Mm-hmm. I expect the Clippers to come out and win this game, and I actually expect them to dominate. I'm gonna tell game. you why. Paul George. I expect the Clippers to win by double digits. And watch, watch Tim Hardaway Jr. too. Oh no, he's hot. That, that brother right there is <laughs> not shooting. Oh, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know about Tim Hardaway yeah. Jr. He was coming off screens, picking pops. He was letting that thing fly. And Jalen Brunson too. He, he was letting that thing flop. I've been a dog since Villanova. Yeah, been a, been a dog yeah, since Brunson's Nova. really good. Been a dog since Nova. I know all about Jalen mm. Brunson. Trust yeah. me. Nah, yeah, they uh they got some dogs on the team, mm-hmm. and, and Luca's just hooping. Like Luca's consistently hooping. Do. Yeah, there's there's really not much you can do. There's nothing you can and do. And it's just crazy. His game is just so tactical. And if, if Porzingis actually starts playing the way he needs to, he didn't even have a great game. No. He was just getting all his points off really just open. I think he was like three dunks. for fifteen yeah, or something like he, that. He's at like open dunks, yeah. so he was getting all his points easy. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. You think the Mavs want to get a night? Yeah. I think the Clippers went by double digits. Wow, I do. I think they went by ten. I think they went by ten plus. Hmm. I do. Because if they lose this game, the series is over. Yeah. If they lose this game, this series is over. And then you got to blow it up. Yeah. Because Kawhi is a free agent at the end of the year. Out of here. He's not going to resign if they lose. No. No. Staying in the West, that late game last night between the Nuggets and the Blazers. One, did you see Dame Dollar? (sighs) That brother right there. (laughs) Logo Little was out. (laughs) Bro. (laughs) Yo. (laughs) Eight threes in the first half. Stop it, Dame. 31 in the first half. Stop it, Dame. The audacity <laughs> of Denver to put Compazzo on this man. Like, what are you doing? Dame took it personally. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, who is this dude? <laughs> yeah, whose man's is yeah. this? Whose man's is this? This he wouldn't even be in the game if old boy wasn't hurt. Like Dame had eight threes in the first half. Bro. He had over half of the team's points. Compazzo in the was first on half. Him. And they still lost. And they still lost. By like twenty. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you see winning the series now? Blazers. You still got Blazers? Yeah. I still Without have Jamal Blazers. Murray, it's hard. I do. Yeah, I can't see Jokic having that game every, no. every for the rest of the series. I just can't see him having that type mm-hmm. of game for the rest of the series. I think Dame can definitely have that type of game for the rest of the series. And they did what they needed to do was mm-hmm. still at least one game on the road. Yeah. So they're going back to I need to CJ Portland. to start doing his thing, though. CJ had a rough game. I need him to start playing man cj cj had a rough outing especially in the fourth quarter he he was struggling he's really hurting his team when he yeah. don't he's when he's not effective it hurts because it's like dame is going to get his for sure cj this is your opportunity yeah. like the attention not even on you like shoot the ball yeah cj needs to step up uh, Melo had a great game Yo, one yeah. Melo shooting yeah Melo had a great game one not so much yesterday no, yeah struggled. not so much yesterday and nurkish struggled yesterday too nurkish struggled big time yeah. I and mean, you would think that he would have all the motivation yeah. in the world, seeing as he left Denver. Right. Like, you would think that he had all the motivation, but, yeah, he struggled too. So he got I'm, worked. Oh. <laughs> he got worked. Joker had that dude in the blender. Yeah. <laughs> Put that man in the ninja. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Get him out of here. The last series that we have is the Grizzlies and the Jazz. One, what's going on with Donovan Mitchell and not playing? The medical he, staff, yeah. So it, interesting. It, interesting. It appears that he actually brought in – his own personal medical people, mm-hmm. doctors and, and trainers, because he did not trust the jazz, his staff. And it's interesting that he that. he was really frustrated because he really thought he was gonna play. Oh, for sure. Game they, one. They, they said he was they said he was good to go. And 15 and minutes before the game. Unavailable. <laughs> unavailable. He was pissed. Livid. Oh yeah, he was pissed. I'll <laughs> yeah. be pissed too. And they lost the game. And they lost, yeah. And they lost the game. I'm still shocked that they actually lost the game. No, I'm not. To be honest, I'm not shocked. You don't think that they win that series without Mitch? Look, they're not. No, they're not winning that series without Mitch. That 
That's just hard. That's just hard for they, me. To they're believe. they're not winning that series that I made. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm really down on the Grizzlies. And I told you, where's I told, the scoring coming from? Yeah, and I and I told you. Uh, yeah, you're right, Mike Conley, right. Uh, Clarkson. Yeah, like, like, where's the scoring coming from? Yeah, I mean, Rudy Gobert. I don't yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, right. Knock it off. Yeah, <laughs> knock it off. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know, man. The Grizzlies, man, they've been playing with some grit, toughness, Ja. Dylan ja Brooks. And Dylan Brooks. Oh yeah. my goodness. Jaron Jackson Jr. Like he, Brooks has been a monster. Lately. Yes. Kudos to him what he's done over the last week or so span. Like what he did against Steph, what he did against the Jazz. It's, he's hooping. On both ends. Yes. It's crazy. Oh no, no, that's yeah. that's why I'm more highlighting his defense. Yeah. He has been tenacious, aggressive, all in your face, and he's been playing great defense. At so. 35? Yeah, I think 30, yeah. Yeah, 34 or 35, he balled. I, I wholeheartedly expect Donovan Mitchell to play next game, and I, think, is. I expect the Jazz to come back and win that game. Yeah, It's uh, it's going to be interesting because Donovan Mitchell, apparently the staff of the Jazz think it's more severe than he thinks. And his medical people. He's been out for a while. Three months. Yeah. Like two, three months. So, I mean, if, if they think it's worse and Mitchell says he's fine, I mean – We'll, we'll obviously know yeah, because he, he they they're saying he's not ready. He's saying he's, I'm fine. Yeah, he's saying it's playoffs. Yeah, it's playoffs. And you remember what I was telling you before playoffs started? I much rather play the Jazz because then, yeah, I think they're they're much easier out than the Suns. Yeah, because without Donovan Mitchell, they're not scoring. They're not good. Yeah, they're they're, they're not good. <laughs> no. And even if he comes back, it's gonna take a little bit a for him to get, to get his legs and back. his wing. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna take a while to get his legs back but yeah now they're already behind on the eight ball right. so gonna be tough let's jump to the east man in the series that i was most looking forward to turning out to be a blowout yeah, bad. the bucks take a 2-0 series lead against the heat dominating fashion yesterday after a really really tight game one that yeah. game one was intense yeah don't know if you've seen that but seen that, that, game, that game one was intense was. overtime and all mm-hmm. are the heat done so i would never rule the heat out but it's looking that way like it, it's bad and something to keep in note, what's up with Tyler Hero not getting no minutes? He's not in the game during the last minutes of the stretch, and that's crazy. He played 10 minutes the that's entire crazy. game. Yeah, I don't, I'm like, what's happening? Like, I don't think he's, I don't think he played the whole fourth quarter. Yeah, he he's not playing. And, and even in the overtime game, yeah. even the game overtime, he wasn't in the last, like, seven yeah, minutes of the game. Yeah, he's not playing. I'm, I'm not understanding that. He, he, was so, he was so good last year. He's a scorer. And then this year... He's not. I mean, in the playoffs, you're putting Iggy in over yeah, there, yeah. Coach. You're not. You're not putting Spo. What are we doing out here? Him and him and uh, Duncan Robinson have been cooking, and you're not even playing your young yeah, butts. I'm, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm a little confused at the coaching right now, but I will say that this Bucks team. Good. I, I knew it was something a little different. Good. I told y'all it was something a little different. The, the two additions we it, talked about on this show, something different. Of Drew Holiday and PJ Tucker are paying dividends it's, right it now. Bring, it brings one a, a better offense, yep. a better offense than and spacing and spacing, and grit and size on defense, defense. perimeter defense yes. specifically. Yes. They are looking a lot better, and I think that if the Heat lose the next game, game three, it's, over. it's swept. Oh, yeah, it's over. No, it's, not even, it's not even a gentleman sweep. It's, no, it's a sweep. sweep. Yeah. No, it's a sweep sweep. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Bring out want, the brooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the brooms out. It's a sweep sweep yeah. if the Heat lose that next game. Philly and Brooklyn, man, do their thing. You know, this is nothing new. We expected this to happen. Brooklyn started off a little slow. So did Philly. So, yeah, Celtics had a nice little jump on Brooklyn, but mm-hmm. then Brooklyn came back, outscored them by like 20 in the second half. Yeah. Philly started off a little slow as well. Mm-hmm. Wizards had the jump, but 
They don't have enough defense for no. him. So Philly's going to take care of business. Brooklyn's going to take care of business. And honestly, if it wasn't for Russell Westbrook turning the ball over and missing a whole bunch of mid-range shots, they would have won that game. Because Bradley Beal was getting his man. Like, Brad is in his bag. Bro, and Russ just... Brad lives in his bag. Yeah. <laughs> like, Beal lives in his bag. Let's and get that straight. Russ frustrates me when it happens this way. Because the Wizards... You don't forget, the Wizards had a lead on, on Philly for a little bit there. And it, it came to Russell Westbrook turning the basketball over consistently. Then on defense, defensive assignment, he's out of position. Dude's going right behind him, wide open layups and things like that. It's like, I, Russ, what are you doing? Why are you so sidetracked? One, it's hard, it's hard, man. It's hard being a Westbrook fan. It, it really is. Like, there are some games, most games, where he will literally wow you. Like, this is unbelievable. And in other games where he's just trying to play too fast, do too much, and he turns the ball over consistently. Yeah, he did. And it hurts his team. Yeah. It really hurts his team. And I think he tries to get himself out of the funk so bad that he makes it worse. It just progressively gets worse. Yeah, and then so it's tough. Mental, mental breakdowns on yep. both sides of the court because you're looking at him playing against the Sixers. The Wizards have a lead. He goes over and tries to double a non-factor in the game, somebody that you know ain't going to shoot. And his man goes baseline, wide open layup. Then the next possession, same thing happens. He goes and he's looking at he's looking at the ball, ball top of the key. His man goes right behind him, wide open layup. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Where are you looking <laughs> Yo, pay at? Pay attention. <laughs> like, I, I don't understand how awareness. you're a veteran. Defense, defensive awareness. You're a veteran in this league. You've been in this spot before, but these mental lapses on both sides of the ball, whether you're turning the ball over on offense or defensively just giving your man wide open layups or a wide open threes, it's like, dude, what are you doing? If I'm Bradley Beal, I'm like, dude, dude like, pay attention. I have have this up top <laughs> get your man dude like and the thing is the wizards had a lead they could have won that game they they should have won that game honestly because the sixers i mean obviously you know tobias had a great game i was about to say i had a great game had a great game i give huge credit to tobias harris for the way he played and uh mb for closing that game however that game in spite of that the wizards still had a chance to win the game I guess that's where me and you differ. I don't think that they were going to win that game. I think it would have been closer than it was. It wasn't like a wide margin, yeah. but it would have been a lot closer, and it would have made the Sixers sweat a little bit. I think Embiid closed the game out with, I think, mm -hmm. eight straight points. Yeah. He had two fadeaways, mm -hmm. a layup. Like He looked good. Tobias Harris played a great game. He had an amazing game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ben Simmons. He had a great game. He didn't. He Ben Ben did he, didn't score. Did he have a great game? He, he had, did. He, no, Ben had a good game. I guess he had a he had a Ben Simmons game. Yeah, he had a, he, <laughs> a Ben I, Simmons. He did. Game. He, he had a Ben Simmons game. It's it's almost like saying he had a Draymond Green game. He does everything but hit the box the like the box score with stats as yeah. far as points. Mm -hmm. He'll get his boards. He'll get his assists. He'll Rebound lock steals, up. On, yeah. He'll, he'll lock up on defense, mm -hmm. but he's just not gonna score the ball. A lot. Yeah. And I've come to accept that from Ben Simmons. Yeah, I mean, you know, again, you're right. You're right when it comes to that. And I think that one thing that's going to hurt the Sixers is Ben Simmons not shooting. Uh, we talked about this plenty yeah. of times. I, I still think, I mean, the series is over now. I mean, if you had a chance to win, it would have been game one to try to get a jump on the yep. lead. Wizards gone. Yeah. Yeah. I, this, this series is gone. I think this series is over. I actually look at the uh, Brooklyn series. I think that series is over. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, it's over. Um, the big three were the big three in the second half. 
Yeah, but here's the thing about <laughs> they were they were no they were literally the big three. Yeah. In the second half. I'm talking like shooting fifty percent. Yeah, here's the thing about the Nets, and I'm this is why I'm not worried about the Nets is because oh, I'm not worried. I just seen them. They just missed shots. Yeah. Like they had their shots, they just missed them. Like in the second half, in the second they, half didn't. they missed. In the second half, they did. It was over in the second half. <laughs> in the second yeah. half, they did not miss yeah. shots. <laughs> Harden, KD, Kyrie were not playing nah. with you. Boston thought they had a lead and they thought it was sweet. Nah. Got to be quicker than that. Yeah. yeah nah. Oh, you thought it was. You, hold on, wait a minute. Yeah. Y'all thought I was finished? Nah. Nah. Shout out to Meek Mill. We just getting started. Yeah. They, nah, they turned up. They, they turned up. Yeah. I'm starting to think more and more that that second round matchup between Brooklyn and Milwaukee. It's going to be tighter than, than anticipated. That is going to be an amazing. If Milwaukee's playing the way they're playing now when they play the Nets. I'm t- it's gonna be tough. I'm although tr- I'm, I'm trying to tell you, man. Although Milwaukee is not good. to be played with. They're good, and I, I definitely I agree with that. They're great. However, when it comes to those three unguardable players in Brooklyn, this is true. It's gonna be so hard. We thought we thought everybody thought Boston had the jump. Hey, Miami's good, but they don't have oh no playmakers like they don't have they don't have Kevin Durant or Kyrie or, or James, James Harden. Harden. <laughs> They have none of those. They, each of them could have 30 apiece and have, still. No, each of them will have 30 yeah, apiece. Right. So let's go ahead and get that out of the way. All right, on to the last series in the East. Yeah. The Hawks, led by Ice Trader Gang. Yes, sir. Against New York in the garden. It's quiet in here. <laughs> it's quiet in here. Y'all was doing all that talking, saying F you. Mm-hmm. Trey, Trey called game. Trey. Trey, Trey went at him. He called game. Not I overtime. will say this. Game. Thibodeau, I have here's the thing with him. Why would you bring Frank Nilakina in when he hasn't played all game? This man put him off the bench, cold off the bench, and put him on Trey. And I understand that he has length, and I understand that he could, he probably is a good matchup again. But you do not put a cold player, nobody that's played all game. You have to double team Trey. I'm sorry, you don't put him on Trey, even even though it looked like they were double teaming. He still managed to get around both of them. For that, you you have to make that shot harder. Yeah. You have to make that shot harder. Honestly, I think the Knicks win that game if Randall plays better. Yeah. Randall had a bad he game. He got locked up. Randall had a bad game. How do you see that series going? Because that is going to be a great series. I think that these are two tough teams. Like, they they have some guys that will go Physically at it. tough. Yeah. Derrick Rose had a good game. Oh, D. Rose he, had a great game. He had a really good game. Yep. Um, Julius Randall needs to be better. But John Collins has – look, <laughs> I talked about I him. I know. This dude here, and he's so young too, so he he he's growing with that nucleus yep. in Atlanta. But he has so much promise as a player that are gonna play both ends. Like he's he's gonna play that power forward, that center rotation, but he's one of those guys where he's going you can put him in pick and roll situation, you can put him in pick and pop situations, he'll go out on the screen, but he can also you can leave him at the three point line, he'll shoot the three. So it's like John Collins is that guy to where he's a good defender. He's gonna dunk on you. I yeah. don't know if you've seen. Oh no, he's athletic. Yeah, he got money. Yeah, he sure. he will dunk on you, but also he will lock you up, and that's the thing he did when he's guarding Julius Randle. Yeah, Julius Randle had a tough time. Are you picking Atlanta to win the series? I'm picking Atlanta. Okay, I just think they have more talent scoring the basketball defensively. I, th- I think I the, agree the, with that. The, the Knicks, Knicks have a are defense. really really yeah, good defense. The, the Knicks are tough. But I'm not gonna lie, that energy in the Garden was crazy. crazy. Oh <laughs> my god, that that energy in the Garden was electric. However, I'm so happy to see fans. Oh yeah, back for in the sure. Stands. But it's so, so funny to see Spike Lee's face once. Yeah, Trey aced the ice <laughs> yeah when Trey hit yeah. that floor, <laughs> my man was devastated. He like he wanted to run on the yeah. court, still off. <laughs> 
You know he was thinking it. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> he definitely was ready to get Trey the hand. Oh, yeah, he was. My boy Trey rubbed him shoulders and said, ooh-wee. Ice Trey. Ice it's cold in it's here. It's cold in here. It's a little quiet. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That is a great series. It There's is. so much good basketball. It man. is. So much a good A lot ba- of good basketball around the league right now. And it, the thing is, look how many first-year guys in the playoffs that are really playing well right now. Like a bunch of guys. There's a handful of guys that are being stars on their team, but this is the first year in the postseason, and I'm loving it. The, the NBA is in great hands. Oh, yeah, for sure. The yeah. NBA is definitely in great hands. I'm really, really – I'm going to give the game ball to Devin Booker. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give the game ball to Devin Booker and or Trey Young. Or yeah. Trey Young, first time in the playoffs for him as well. Hold and on, hold for on. Him, for, for him to do that in the garden – Pretty reckless. But for Book to do that against the defending champs? Oh, for sure. In game one? Oh, no, nah, for sure. Without Chris Paul? like For sure. No, I'm not taking yeah. anything away from Book. But playing in the garden is a little different. Yeah, I feel you. I feel playing you. in the garden is a little different than playing on your home court. Right. You Like, we know Phoenix is going to support yeah. Book. And Book is a scorer, he dog. Is. He's a hooper. <laughs> he's like, he's a hooper. <laughs> Trey Young, like, put that team on his back that last two minutes. Yeah. Literally. Literally and carried him to that victory. So to stay on I'm, book real quick, I'm gonna salute that. Yeah, to stay on book real quick. I had a conversation with somebody the other day, and we we're just talking about uh, the young talent around the league and stuff like that. And then they brought up Jason Tatum, and you know, there's like, oh, Mia, Jason Tatum, he's you know, he's this, he's that. Everybody he's says really he's, good. The, he's next. And then I, I paused and I was like, hold up, Jason Tatum is 23 years old. So Devin book. Booker is 24 years old. Yep, he has been in the league five years. Feels like forever. And has been a absolute menace. <laughs> Literally. He dropped 70 in a game. Yeah, he, yes. He dropped 70 in a game. What more do you want me to say? Although Tatum, in that playing game last week against the Wizards. Yeah. Boy. Yeah. Westbrook, Bill. 50. They, they had nothing. <laughs> 50 piece on your head top. Yes, sir. Woo-wee. Wang Denner. Woo-wee. <laughs> couldn't do that against the Nets. Lemon pepper. All, all flats. Couldn't do, that, couldn't do that against the Nets. Because you put up 50, they're going to put up yeah, 200. They, yeah, they, <laughs> literally. Yeah, they're going to put up 200. They just have too much. They, it's, I'm sorry, man. It's just too much fire. It is. Yeah, it's too much fire. Way power. too much. Tonight, man. So you have we have Boston and Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. We have LA and Phoenix. And we have Dallas and the Clippers. Give me your three winners real quick. I got Lakers. Okay. I got Mavericks. Okay. What's the other one? Uh, Boston and Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn? Yeah. Sweep. Yes. All right. Yeah. I'll take I'll take that same. I have the same, except I have the Clippers as well. Like I said, mm-hmm. I have them winning by double digits. Quick takes before we get out of here, man. Football news. Julio said on Undisputed that he is out of here <laughs> in reference to Atlanta. Where's Julio's best fit given his contract situation and his desire to win a championship? San Francisco 49ers. And I'll, I mean I'll take it. If if you're Kyle Shanahan, you're John Lynch. You get call on the phone. Yep. Yeah, get, get on, on the, the phone. phone. Look, get on the phone. They're not getting a first round pick. Let's. Let, I, I want people to understand yeah, this. Atlanta's got. Atlanta's got. I re- need people they, to they understand gotta this. That. They got to retract that. You're not getting a first round pick. It's the, for Julio. That contract is crazy. It's not. Too. It's not just a contract. However, it is. We know you don't have money right now to sign your draft class, so that's why you're trying to offload yep. some people to get off the books. We also know that publicly, you and the player are at a rift. And we understand that both of you, literally, literally, both of you have out of the other person. Yep. So there's obviously some some traction right now when it comes to negotiation. General managers talking about players. It doesn't matter how good that player is at that point in time. If they want him out of the building, they're getting out the building. Yeah. And this has nothing to do with Julio's talent. Julio is still. 
so talented. Atlanta doesn't have leverage. Yes, That's what they, pe- they, I want people to understand. They that. have no leverage right they now. They don't have leverage in any deal right now. So if you're a team calling around about Julio Jones, you're not getting a first round pick. You might not get a second round pick. And I, I want people to understand this too. If you're if you're a team uh, like the 49ers and you're saying, okay, we want Julio, an NFC team wants Julio. Adam Schefter reported today, don't forget, he tweeted out today that usually you know, a team like that would not ever trade inside the conference. However, but if the compensation is right, they will deal in, inside their own conference, which means is... Atlanta's going to have to deal with me eventually. Oh, they have to. They have to. But it's going to be after June 1st. Yeah, for sure. Um, I need And, and here's the thing, too, about this, this negotiation. If you're calling around on Julio, you need to understand, A, it's an age player, 32 years old, but he's still a monster, obviously. It's Julio yeah, Jones. I, I'm, I'm not taking anything away from Julio's talent because he is still, indeed, right. a phenom, a physical freak right. out there. And don't forget, also, three more years on the contract, yeah. 15, mil, 15 mil due this year, 11 mil due the next year, 12 mil due the following year. So you have, actually, a pretty good discounted price on a Julio Jones because he could be easily making 17, 18, yeah. 19 uh, million yeah, literally, a year. Literally. He, could so be, he could be eating. 15, 12, and 11 is not bad at all. Yeah, he could be eating. So you're, you're getting an age veteran who's an, obviously an elite, one of the best of all time, Yep. Um, and things like that. He's going to want to go to a contender. But again, he can help you Julio win. Julio is going to pick his destination. I need people. They're going to facilitate. They're going to facilitate a trade. Julio has to sign off on it. So I need people to understand that as well. He's not going anywhere that he doesn't sign off on. Julio definitely has all the leverage here, especially against the team that has outed him and he's outed them. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I think he has like thirty eight point five million left on his base salary mm-hmm. right now. So yeah, over the three years, like you said, broke it down. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it's gonna be a little uh, rough for Atlanta. Because they're gonna have to get him off for little to nothing. Yeah, they have to. They, they, they and they have to get him yeah. off because they need to sign. Like right. you said, they need to sign the rest of their players. Yeah. So you said the 49ers, correct? The 49ers. Any other teams? I know everybody has been trying yeah. to reach out to Julio. I would. It's I been would hilarious say, yeah. watching Twitter and uh, Instagram. I would say my top three destinations: Julio Jones sweepstakes. I would say the 49ers. I would say the Packers if Aaron Rodgers is there. If Aaron Rodgers is there, and the Tennessee Titans is my third one. And I say the Tennessee Titans because that is a team that embodies what a Julio will want. I mean, Ryan Tannehill is not a great quarterback by any stretch. However, A.J. Brown on one end and Julio, and on, Julio the on the other. Nice. With a Derrick Henry in the yep. backfield, an offensive line that's you know still really, really good. Yep. Defensive line, they're building, they're steadily building that defensive line up. And then in the secondary, you've already built – you know, your corners up drafting, you know, first round corners and things like that, trying to build that secondary up. And then you have the head coach of Mike Vrabel. And that is an absolute Tennessee Titan move right there is to get a Julio Jones and pair him with somebody who idolizes him in the AJ yeah. Brown. They, they, he mirrored his game after Julio. Nah, yeah. So, and he, he, you know, he tweeted out. He already said he'll give up his number eleven for Julio. We already know how that goes. Yo, you didn't have you to, had, you you didn't didn't have have to, to say that. Out. Yeah, you didn't have to say that. <laughs> you that, knew you were giving yeah, that up. Yo, that, that's a given. Yeah. If Julio says I want number eleven, you don't have to wear a jersey, yeah. but you giving up that eleven. Yeah. Believe that. So, <laughs> I think I think that passing attack with a Julio and AJ Brown and then a Derrick Henry in the backfield. My God, what are you gonna do with that? <laughs> I'm, you, you can't load the box up, and you can't you can't overplay. win. You yeah. can't you can't win. Exactly. The only way you lose is if Tannehill blows the game himself, right? Which is very possible. yes, it is. It's which very is, possible. Which is very possible. But yeah, you, you're gonna have a rough time. Yeah. I just found it funny. Like all the tweets have been hilarious. D Hop was like, "Yo, I'll take less money. Julio, pull up." 
<laughs> Jalen Ramsey, yo, chill, chill, chill. I, I swear, if the Rams pull up another blockbuster trade, I'm like, dude, how many trades can y'all pull Where's off? Where's all this money yeah, coming from? Money and where your picks are? You don't have any picks for the next couple of years. Oh my goodness, nah, it, it's just been funny because everybody, everybody, and they were like, and they're blatant. Yes, I am recruiting Julio. Yeah. <laughs> Please come to my franchise. Yeah, everybody doing it. And then I saw Darius like, hey man, come to Philly. First off. <laughs> <laughs> Darius, <laughs> we're not in the position to do this. We're just not there yet. You should sit this one out. Yeah, yeah. Sit, <laughs> Darius, just, sit this one out. We're should, not there yet. You should sit this one out. <laughs> All right, man, before we get out of here, Aaron Rodgers says it's never been about joy and love, man. It's always been about the philosophy, the character, mm-hmm. and the culture, doing things the right way. Here's Aaron right here in the interview. You know, I think I think sometimes people forget uh, what really makes an organization. And, uh, you know, history is important. Uh, you know, legacy of so many uh, people who've come before you. But the people, that's the most important thing. The people make an organization. People make a business. Um, and sometimes uh, that gets forgotten. You know, culture is built brick by brick, the foundation of it by the people. You know, not by the, not by the organization, not by the building, not by the, the corporation. It's built by the people. And I've been fortunate enough to play with a number of amazing, amazing people, and got to work for some amazing people as well. A Rod just giving his farewell speech, man. Yeah, like that's basically what he's doing. He's on his farewell tour now. He looked very cozy and relaxed mm-hmm. during that interview with Kenny Main. Shout out to Kenny Main too, for sure. His uh, final show on, on Sports Center. Mm-hmm. So shout out to him. But yeah, Aaron Rodgers looked very comfortable, very cozy, and he just knows he's on his way out, man. I think that he's just felt slighted by management yeah. now for a couple of years, right. and I think that that one statement that he had, we didn't play it, but he said that. It threw basically a rift in their plan to move on when he won MVP, MVP last right. year. And that's tough. Yeah. yeah, nah, I believe him. Like, once he won MVP, he let them know that, nah, I'm the best, right. literally. Yeah. I just want most valuable player in this league. Right. I had the leverage, not you guys. So that, that just lets me know that he already knew ahead of time what they were going to do. Yeah, like, he... This seems well calculated. He's not one to just, you know, jump off of a ledge and say things that he shouldn't mean or like sporadically. Like this is well calculated. And I think that he's doing this at the right time because, you know, OTA started today. He's not showing up, obviously. Mm -hmm. And that he knows that he's on his way out. So final thoughts on him. Where do you think he's going? Denver Broncos. Still Denver? Yep. Still Denver? Okay. Yeah, I'm holding out with Denver as well. I think that him and Denver would obviously make them contenders. I really did think that there was a chance that he would resign with the Packers, but the more and more this develops, yep. the less and less I believe that the Packers are going to make it. Honestly, I kind of, and selfishly, I kind of want to see an offense with an Aaron Rodgers, Jerry Judy, and Julio. <laughs> <laughs> So Julio needs to get on the phone with A-Rod and be like, yo, where are we yeah, going? Where, where are we going? going? <laughs> where are we going? Because where you going, I'm going. Yeah, not not where are you going. Where are we going? No, nah, I'm not going to lie. I think Julio should do that. Yeah. That's honestly a great idea, great strategy, because Julio wants to win. Yep. Julio has all the accolades. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Yes. First he, ballot. Yeah, he's, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. He's going to go down as arguably top five wide receivers ever. For sure. Yeah, so Julio, Julio has all that. Yeah. Now it's time for him to win. So, yeah, I'm going with Aaron Rodgers, too, if mm-hmm. I can. I would call him like, yo, just let me know ahead of time where you're going. That way I can go ahead and tell the Falcons exactly where I want to go, and we're going to make this done. I do think that will be a solid price for any team that's trying to bring on both of them because 
That that's gonna take some money. I would say that's gonna you're gonna give money. up far more for Aaron Rodgers than Julio. Oh, for sure. You may, you for probably sure. will give up a three, maybe a two for Julio. A <laughs> Rod, you talk first about, rounders. You talk about <laughs> you talk about a couple first rounders. Yeah, yeah, multiple first yeah. rounders, <laughs> multiple first rounders. So yeah, I think we covered everything, man. Yeah. That's all I got, man. Um, just like to say thank everyone for listening. Thank everyone for tuning in. Black lives matter. Yes. Black lives always, always matter. Mm-hmm. We need to continue to press for change, continue to support one another, and continue to social distance. Wear your mask when you can. I know these mask laws are basically absent now. Yeah. And people out here, get vaccinated. Please. Like, yeah, get vaccinated. Um, just be healthy, be smart, and thanks for tuning in, guys. Yeah, man. Please, everybody, just be out here, safe out here in these streets. You know, watch, be careful. Uh, things are getting a little spooky out here with, you know, <laughs> yeah. nobody wearing no mask, yeah, nobody washing their hands. It's, uh, it's getting it's getting a little intense. Yeah. I know we're trying to get back to the normal, yeah. but let's let's yeah. relax. Easy, uh, easy there. Like, like, calm down, Tiger. So, wash, yeah. your hands. <laughs> wash, wash your hands, bro. Slow down there, Speed Racer. Yeah. You know? <laughs> speed Racer. <laughs> but no, um, everybody, you know, appreciate you guys listening. Uh, don't forget, you know, subscribe, like, share, uh, write a review, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and any other platform you listen to us on. We appreciate it. Please five-star review and uh, appreciate you guys listening. Yep, and until the next time. Dom DeMarco. Deuces. Yep. Really solid, it ain't no debate. No way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze, march with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena. Rocked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood, I said I would get. No mediocre, I'm feeling like Tip. Sound like the me, we got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is the swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali. Holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no addy.